Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today's an international episode where you're going to be discussing cannabis legalization in Ireland with Nicole Lonergan of Cork Cannabis Activist Network. So let's just get into it. Hey, Nicole, thanks for joining us. Hey, Tom and Miggy. Hey. What's up? Hey, Hi. everyone. Happy Sunday. It's our activism show, and it's an international affair because we have Ireland on the line. Nicole, where are you in Ireland? I am having some audio issues here, unfortunately. So hang on, I'll mm. probably have to leave and rejoin. Just give me two seconds. Okay, okay. So uh, Cork, Ireland. Cork, Ireland. That's yeah. great because, according to her, they call cannabis in Ireland cannabis. Well, and I always, you know, it's just weird when you we talk to someone in a different country. How, I, I, you know, I think we're gonna have to ask her like the predominant language there because I think. We're joking. Oh, no. it's Gaelic and for everybody, yeah, for everybody who thinks it's oh, Gaelic, it's not. As soon as we get her back, Nicole, can you hear us? Back, Nicole, can you hear us? I'm back. The sound Wait, is okay, okay for now. I hope. So it's why don't way. you correct us Americans over here uh, about how to say Gaelic properly? Oh, Gaelic or Gaelga, yeah. like the language is. I would you would say Gaelga. Or what is that? Now I feel like I'm getting it wrong. So that's <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all right. But you're joining us from Cork, Ireland. Is that on the west coast, the east coast? Uh kind of southeast a little bit. Then all right. Now yeah. I went to Ireland in 2003. Uh beautiful place. You. Evidently, like I have some genetics from there, only about 48%, though. And um uh, it was temperate. Like the, I saw some palm trees there, it was green. Uh, it, it, it does it get really cold in Ireland, or does it stay about? Is it is it pretty temperate? I'm questioning where you're really in Ireland. <laughs> because, yeah, it's really. It was near Dublin. It's yeah. So cold. Okay, Dublin. What time of year did you go? It must be a seasonal. Yeah. yeah. It was June. Oh, you were lucky. Yeah. No, it's like now December. It's freezing. I'm so cold. I can barely feel my hands. But that's just snow. me. I'm a perisher. But does it uh, snow? It snows sometimes. Um, it's more so slush. So if you're lucky, we'll get snow. But uh, mostly it's just mushy crap. So is it good growing? Like what's the, um, most of indoor grows must be rice or seasonal grows in some parts. Like well, how long are your summers? Uh, 
It depends. I mean, I can remember back in the day where we actually had three months of summer and that was, you know, normal. Whereas nowadays it's uh, we're lucky if we get two weeks to a month some years, which is slightly depressing. And I'm saying it with a big smile on my face. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really unfortunate. The weather here is is trash most of the time. Uh, if we're lucky, we get nice summers. But uh, this summer wasn't great. It was, you know, very short. And yeah, I, I was still waiting in like November. I was like, lads, where's summer? I'm still waiting for it. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's all right. Were you allowed to go outside this year? Well, everybody could go outside. But could you go anywhere? <laughs> you know, like was anything um, open in Ireland? I mean, you'd have the random few shops open and stuff, but I mean, no, there was nothing to do. I'm kind of a homebody anyway, so nothing really changed for me. <laughs> so uh, what would happen if you started growing some weed in Ireland? Like, uh, for example, maybe we get you uh, it's something easy to start with, like an auto flower modeled off of the OJ Kush strain, you know? Would, oh. That's why we're asking the, the growing questions, the climate, you know, it's all about what are the plants doing there? I mean, it's green, it's emerald, right? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure now I, I'm not a farmer or a horticulturalist or nothing like that, but um, I'm pretty sure our Ireland and England in particular are really um, primed for growing cannabis here. Um, I know the weather's not great, but I mean, we have greenhouses. There's plenty of indoor grows going on because every grow shop I go to looking for a grow light for my basil and my coffee plants, you can't get one. Everyone's growing at home. We know what's happening. Um, so it's I know not that, that big of a deal to grow at home? Oh, no, it is. If you're caught by the guards, you're screwed. Um, no, they like, call them guards there. We call them the popo, the fudge. The popo, the, the five-o. The five-o, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mickey would call them pigs too. back in the day. Mickey, did you ever call them pigs? <laughs> no, I actually never did. You know, and that's for me, for, for legalization, for advocacy, uh, I don't really mind cops because I have nice things, and I will eventually need them one day. But... Uh, you know, and that's the thing about legalization is once it's legal, you don't have to fear the cops. And that's the whole yeah. thing. As a goddamn citizen, I don't have to, you know, I, I smoked a joint on my way here. Uh, I did that trip cross country. And now what, five, three of the five states I go through are now legal. Uh, yeah. It makes a big difference as a citizen how you feel, you know. And uh, I want to ask, though, in, in England, or not even, sorry, I just read the comment there. In the UK or in Ireland, uh, what is the state of cannabis like i i got i saw a thing on a website that said uh, uh it's mostly legal as far as the attitudes go in cork itself is that true or you're still going through a lot of oh i don't even know where to start with this one to be honest because no it's not legal like full stop it is not legal whatsoever um it's down to the guards discretion now mainly if they mm. want to do anything related to like if they caught someone with cannabis they could choose to just be like okay go on about your business but in a lot of cases um and especially what we're seeing at the moment is they're targeting people who are consuming cannabis growing it um possibly even selling it it's it's shameful really i mean we've had some really horrible stories in the news recently where uh, a 24 year old man for instance he was apparently caught walking down the street with a briefcase full of money. Um, the guard, he were alerted to his presence by smelling cannabis on his person. Uh, they arrested him. Uh, there was cannabis found at his house as well as more money. And he was given four years in jail. Four years uh, and his life is gone yep. now yep. for having, I mean, uh, I understand. For it was being the a license. successful florist. Yeah. For being a successful yeah. florist, for being able to grow flowers, he was yep. able to go to prison, and we have to pay for that. How much does it cost to, for Ireland to put somebody up in the Irish prisons? Are they terrible? How are Irish prisons? 
I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in one on a tour, but I've never like stayed in one. I honestly have no clue. Um, I would I would reckon that they're not the best. Um, now I have seen a few of them have TVs in them, but still, I don't think it's no one wants to go there. Um, yeah, it's just Riverdance. Yeah. That's all they do. They just have Riverdance on a loop. That's the only thing on the TV. <laughs> oh, that's like and, torture. <laughs> yeah, peeling like, yeah. like potatoes all day. I mean, are we just gonna get there? We're gonna go like full races here. Right. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys don't even have medical weed in uh, in Ireland. Who or oh, the the deal with medical cannabis is way more complicated. So I'll try and be brief. Um, essentially. I think it was June of 2019, our then Minister for Health, Simon Harris, came out and said, right, we're going to introduce a medical cannabis access scheme that's compassionate with patients in mind. They're going to be able to be prescribed certain products under this scheme. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. Um, basically, what's happened instead is that program went absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. Um, if pa- yeah, if patients want medical cannabis, they have to apply for a ministerial license which means they have to go through every single other method of treatment before ca- a prescription for cannabis or a license for cannabis can be granted. In one Even case, for, um, what about CBD? Is it the same? Is do you guys have any difference between if there's THC or CBD in the plant, or is it all just illegal? Oh, it's even more complicated. So, in regards to THC and CBD, under Irish law, any flower from the cannabis plant is completely illegal but there is this weird gray area when it comes to cbd so that i could go into a shop in town and buy some crappy cbd product um but a lot of um shops here were being raided for selling cbd flour now as far as i know since the un had that vote um declaring was it the un that declared or sorry the the ec yes, the, the european UN. commission um, the UN, yeah. but no the the ec the european commission declared that cbd wasn't a narcotic so oh, the, the, the court, then. yes, and so the, yeah. the the case that came out. So yeah, there was quite a busy week or month in uh, international cannabis legalization news. And so uh, you know, if you haven't yet, just hit like, hit subscribe, and then check out those episodes that we did because we did one about the UN case, and I think we also did one about the European case. Oh crap, that one's still stuck in the um, the editing port. So uh, I tried to do one of those where I explain what happened in there, and then I and I set off to the editor. And um, uh, my computer broke. So I've been editing like my own stuff on here. And so now I'm trying to find somebody that can edit for me. <laughs> HR is, is just a headache. You see, this is what will happen when you legalize weed. You'll have, you'll have a you know, business that you have to take care of. It'll, it'll bother you. So um, uh, what do you do in, in Ireland then? You're not just an activist, right? No, I mean, I hope people don't just define me by that. It's, it's a passion of mine, but it's, not, it's certainly not a, something that I'm is just me is just you know my my sole interest um you know i was explaining before we went live that uh, i actually haven't been able to work in two years and four months due to a back injury that i have um well it's not even an injury i was misdiagnosed with scoliosis about two years ago and only found oh, wow. out recently that apparently i don't have it even though i have uh, reports from three different consultants and physicians saying that i do and x-rays and whatever so um, they were saying, oh, sure, we'll just send you for an MRI. So the MRI came and went, and still none the wiser. The healthcare system here is fairly dire, to say the least. Really? Is yeah, it because yeah. of socialized medicine? We're indoctrinated in America to be scared of socialized medicine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, but we're indoctrinated to be scared of a lot of things, you know? Right. Yeah, that's uh, true. But not cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers, we are not in, you know, tried to be made scared of at all. We <laughs> advertise the hell out of cheeseburgers. I was seeing this Wednesday, uh, Wendy's ad the other day, and it was just like stuff that I don't eat. And I'm like, man, 
I do not connect well with these people, but I guess that's <laughs> what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole, are you familiar with your guys' judicial system? Like, I believe, and Tom, can you correct me because this is why I have a lawyer friend. Uh, uh, you know, most justice is European based, right? Like uh, in Hong Kong when uh, England was there and so forth. What's your court system set up? Like, how can the common person make a difference in your guys' country? Like you mean in, tra in trying to get cannabis to be legal here? Yeah. Um, well, hmm. see, if I knew the answer to that, I would already have it done. <laughs> yeah. um, basically, the government just aren't listening to us. Um, there's a lot of activists that have become really vocal lately, um, including Good. one in particular that's been in the spotlight. I don't know if you've heard of Vera Toomey and her daughter, Ava. Huh. Mm. Um, oh, this is like really sad. Um, so basically, Ava is Vera's daughter. She has severe epilepsy and she uses Ooh. cannabis medicine to treat the epilepsy. Uh, is it because so, it is the CBD style of it as well? Because epilepsy very often, and like you mentioned scoliosis, I'm like, well, see, have you, can you access CBD to try? Because like CBD is good for your bones, you know? For sure, yeah. Um, it's again, it's a gray area. Flower access and flower is a legal gray area. You can access oils, but it, I, I'm pretty sure it depends on the extraction method used. Um, just the law is a mess. Like, I mean, so this is why there's so much um, hassle about and, it because nobody and not really knows. They're not protecting anybody. Nope. Nope. So nobody. Is Ireland's like America's Florida? <laughs> can you explain that better? <laughs> Wait a second. I got, oh, is Ireland common law or civil law? I have no idea. All right. I don't um, know. Differentiate between are, the two for me. I'm not okay, legally okay. versed well, at like all. In civil law, like in Europe, like in France, I know that's civil law. So like you're guilty until proven innocent. Uh, but like in England, it's common law. And like we got our common law from England and they kind of exported it. And so I'm not sure if Ireland uh, picked up the common law as well or if it was more like civil law, like, you know, the rest of Europe. But in common law, you have like, you know, you're, you're free until you're found guilty. Uh, I believe that's one of the, the differences. And then you have like all those amendments and you go to court a lot more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So are there are a lot of lawyers in Ireland. Yeah. They're old. No? Yeah. There's a lot of solicitors in Ireland. Um, okay. That's a, that's another thing that we learned. The solicitor is, is an, a, a European word for some type of lawyer. Yeah. We don't have that here in America. It's a different nomenclature. But right, okay. we did tell people that, uh, what is cannabis called in uh, in the old Gaelic? Uh, cannabis. <laughs> yeah. So original, it. so um, so Irish. No, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we still call it weed here. We call it cannabis. Um, nobody really calls it marijuana. I even feel weird saying that word. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just weed and cannabis, basically, or green, it's whatever. And here in the states, you know, we're, we're divided. The United States uh, in in Ireland is it with provinces, territories. How can can you do individual changing the law per territory per? Area? Oh, I, it's too small. I wouldn't imagine. I mean, we have Northern Ireland and then the Republic of Ireland. And Northern Ireland is essentially part of the UK, and we're not. We're just the Republic of Ireland. We're our own little thing down here. So you're a republic. Yeah. So representative democracy. How do we change the law then? Do we need to buy some Irish politicians? Oh, that's the only way you're going to do it. I guarantee you, because people Good. have been fighting tooth and nail here. As I mentioned Vera earlier, she walked from Cork to Dublin. That's a distance of, I think, about 240 kilometers to try and secure this medicine for her daughter. And they just wow. don't care. They really they don't, don't care. care. I mean, no, because what yeah. they what they eventually ended up doing was saying, right, you can have a ministerial license. Before COVID, that meant that patients would have to travel outside of the country, go to The Hague in Amsterdam to get 
the medicine from a pharmacy, pay through the nose for a prescription. Like I'm talking about a couple of grand every few months and travel all the way back to Ireland with the medicine. Now, since COVID happened, the government said, right, we'll hire a courier and we'll deliver the medicine to you. But we need payment for the medicine up front. And now they've said that when the restrictions are lifted, those deliveries are going to stop. And that's that's what Vera is fighting for, is saying, I'm not risking my family and my daughter's life potentially to catch COVID to go outside the country to get her medicine. There is no reason for that to happen. And the government are just like... Are people getting raided? Are businesses getting raided? Some one of our... Well, this guy never usually tunes in. So uh, they say cops are raiding CBD dispensaries in Ireland. Is that a thing? They were. For a long time, they were, which was just... I mean, I don't need to tell you guys. That's madness. Like, why would they do that? Wow. Um, when, again, was, was this recent? Were they recently raiding these CBD shops? Yeah, it ha- definitely happened this year, a few raids. And this then, year? Yeah, and last year wow. too. Wow. But, but Our since- raids have stopped. Good. But like uh, at the federal level, but only like the last eight years. Yeah. yeah. It's um, it's a sad state of affairs. Now, they, I know they've stopped recently enough because of the whole CBD being declared not a narcotic. Um, whether they plan on taking that up again, I don't know. I really hope not because... CBD, really? The guards have better things to be doing. Like, there's absolutely no call for it whatsoever. Oh, you can see the genetics. Because, like, even in America, you have to have COAs because you just look and see where the spikes are. And it's obvious. Like, you'll – I don't have a COA on me. I probably have one in my office somewhere. But, like, it's obvious when it's CBD weed. Because the spike on CBD is just out the wazoo. And the the thing on THC, uh, even if you add them both together, is usually only, like, 1% or less. And so there's genetics out there where, you know, it's clearly doesn't have this magic chemical called THC that we're so terrified of, you know? Yeah, that's the thing that's really been pushed um, in kind of the media narrative here is THC, it's psychoactive. It's like, dude, the coffee that you drank this morning is psychoactive. The beer that you're drinking is psychoactive. Are you for real? And they just, they just, whenever you say that, they're just like, oh no, but cannabis causes psychosis. And it's like, did you <laughs> do you know what the endocannabinoid system is? Yes, thankfully I do, but a lot of people don't. But I only discovered it a couple of years ago, and like that's a yeah. massive deal, and a lot of people yeah. just don't know about it. They're like, "What? It's like, this is something new. You need to know about this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how, how is Ireland still like in 1930 when you were right next to Amsterdam? Like Amsterdam didn't collapse, you nope. know, throughout their 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, and 2000s, and, and they're they had. Understanding. Yeah, it just is the, the fear-mongering, the prohibition. It's horrible. Yeah, it's very sad because um, I kind of, I've been reading a lot online lately and it's it's very important the language that's being used about cannabis because, I mean, people love drinking here. Drinking is accepted I love here. it. It's, it is an Irish heritage to get yep. drunk. Get I remember when I was in yeah. Ireland, one of the stories that I recall was I was walking over this, this glen and there was a berm and there was a guy clearly drunk face down and then there was kids poking them with a stick and then oh, no. like, hey, hey mr they, they all have these irish accents and i come over and i sound like john wayne and uh, and they're like oh, you're not irish but like, no uh, i think he'll be all right but you, you kids get on you know take off you know yeah <laughs> but thinking. that's what i'm saying is like yeah. i mean i totally accept that alcohol can be great people can re- enjoy it responsibly people do abuse it and that's seen a lot in ireland and it's very kind of sad that our government don't seem to realize that alcohol is a drug. When you're going to a pub, you are going to a designated recreational drug consumption room. 
um like i i don't understand why they're like oh cannabis no 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 it's it's a drug just like everything else like have a bit you'd be grand yeah. you know what i'm yeah. saying you know what is so, what is it did, did, did beer have a better propaganda or you know pr group in ireland than than cannabis because even the barney castle has cannabis in the the poison garden section like yep but like the the uh, cannabis was introduced to the Western world by an Irish physician named O'Shack Hennessy. Now I believe he pronounced it. You're right, right. He pronounced it O'Shaughnessy, not O'Shack Hennessy. That's that's just ridiculous. It's like Sha Shaquille O'Neal, O'Shack Hennessy. No, uh, um, it's a joke yeah. from uh, from uh, Key and Peele. But yes. Right. Okay. I can go sh anyway. Um. But yeah. No. Um. William. What's his face? William O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. He. Yeah. He was a pioneer. I mean. And the fact that we're ignoring our own history in regards to cannabis is shameful. Because right. why would we ignore this? He helped people. Wouldn't we want to kind of be proud of that and publish that and claim well, that as our own? Crossed on this, you know. I like to set reasonable goals because then you might get to them. Uh, and so in 20 more years or so, it'll be the 200th anniversary of uh, Dr. O'Shaughnessy discovering uh, Indian hemp, which, of course, is just so colonization or, or colonial and imperial uh, because like, oh, he discovered it. Wait, why? Well, because he was a white guy from Ireland. And so he mm -hmm. wrote a book about like science about it. You know, before that, it was just something being used by yeah. the indigenous people, you know? Yeah, it didn't exist until he wrote about it. But uh yeah, it's just it's it's real sad that the government just don't want to listen. Um, I don't understand it. I really don't. Is there a version? So here in the states, we have uh, uh, anti-drug people, anti-prohibition people. Uh, is there a version of that there in Ireland? Do you have a government-funded agency that's actually trying to push against you? There is. Oh, there's a lot of people. I think it was it like last year there was a group that came out and dubbed themselves the cannab. What was it? The Cannabis Risk Alliance. And it was made up of like ad addiction specialists and doctors who basically wrote a public letter to um, Irish media saying that, oh, once cannabis becomes legal, it's game over. It's game over. And it was like, what game hey. are we playing? What, yeah. ga what game? But they're saying, yeah. you know, all of I'm the sorry, you think this is a game? Away. That guy has <laughs> yeah. four years of his life that you've taken from him because <laughs> he has this really good game skill to make flowers. Yeah. Ooh. And you're like, Seriously, this is real. You guys, and do you know, they, do you yeah. know what they said about that guy as well, the the twenty four year old who was given four years, that he was a productive member of society, that he was involved in sport, that he was holding down a job, that he had no other convictions of any kind. And they they thought to go from, well, he's a decent person, right? He committed a crime under the law. It was only a bit of flour. It was only a bit of money. Four years. I right. don't get that logic because there are literally people who are committing far more heinous crimes in this country, and they're just getting a slap on the wrist. I don't oh, yeah. get it. I don't get it at all. Our friend Lance Glore, uh, serving 10 years, he's on his fourth year now. He was having food drives and collecting coats. <laughs> Bless him. There's no need. Like, it's it's really sad. Why would they want to target people? Like, I could tell you some stories that will just depress you. And honestly, if I could leave this country, I would. I don't want to be here anymore with the way things are going with our government. Um, last year, like this story wait, when wait. it came out. Sorry. You sorry, can on. vote the guys out. We like they might not leave. We'll see if ours is going to leave. But we voted him out, and so like, when's the next uh, Irish election? Who's on the ballot? Who's the pro weed candidate in Ireland? You know, none. There doesn't seem to be really any. They don't really want to talk about it. Why? Honestly, we have one one guy from the Labour Party, uh, Aidan O'Riordan, who is in favour of decriminalisation of all drugs. 
Um, but I contacted him and just said, look, in regards to cannabis, you know, we need to get this moving. And he basically just said, I'm not the person you're looking for for cannabis legalization. All right. I'm going back to Ireland as soon as this COVID yes, stuff's over. And then uh, <laughs> I'm going to go there. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like Randy Marsh, where he just bought, brought just shitloads of weed to Canada. <laughs> Not Canada, China. But I'm going to do it into Ireland. Uh, and then, of course, I'm not actually going to bring shitloads of weed. I might bring seeds or I might mail them to them. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> it, who do we need to talk to? Because there's a shitload of money to be made on this. Who's there's the who's the so Irish? Who's the Irish mobster that we need in our in our uh, on our team to make sure that all those politicians do what they're supposed to? I don't think I can give you that name, honestly. I know. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, I have pointed out to them the amount of money that could be made from this. Like uh, another politician who I don't think he's in Irish government anymore. He's an MEP in the European Parliament, Ming Flanagan, or sorry, Luke Ming Flanagan. Um, he basically said in 2013 that there was an estimated 150,000 cannabis consumers in Ireland. It's way more than that. But he estimated that, right, is each of their average monthly spend was 100 euro. And the cannabis products were taxed at 33%. That would net 60 million euro for the Irish economy. And like, I mean, we know that that figure is going to be way higher. But the government just don't want to listen. Like our minister for the national drug strategy is Frank Fian. I'm sorry now, but he's a dinosaur. He will not listen to Your anyone when it comes to cannabis. Strategy. This Mr. Fian, uh, what is his job duty? Uh, because we had a program in the 80s called D.A.R.E. And so I want to see what Mr. Fian's job duties are for the national drug program. Well, basically, his plan is just say no and ignore everything. Like, he doesn't believe <laughs> Do you guys have an cannabis. abstinence-only sex ed, ed uh, program in Ireland, too? Probably, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't put it past this. Honestly, he, he literally just came out and said, I don't believe in cannabis for medical use. And I, I have been in emailing, emailing, <laughs> emailing him, calling him every single week. His phone line is disconnected. His other one, he, his office is apparently closed. I've emailed him every single week. He will not respond. He's gone so far as to literally target other people on Twitter to be like, I'm going to respond to you, but has ignored every call for him to deal with cannabis people in Ireland and to implement national, like a, a sensible policy. He just literally point blank ignores everyone. And I think it's an absolute disgrace. It's his job. This is his job, and he's just picking and choosing which which parts to to deal with. And I don't is, understand. Is there a petition platform or any, anything like that in Ireland where you can collect signatures and, and and raise awareness? Yeah, but they don't go anywhere. There's been at least I don't know ten petitions over the last number of years. They just go nowhere. The government the just petitions. So like yeah. you guys can put it on the ballot, and uh, the Irish people can vote. Yes or no, or does no, it have to go through the legislature? Yeah, it doesn't really work like that, like with petitions. I think if, for the government to acknowledge a petition, it has to be brought to the doll by a member of our government. That I'm not What's 100% certain. It's like this oh. doll Aaron is basically like a building where all the politicians meet and have their big meetings, essentially. We call that Congress. Uh, right. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, they just, I mean, petitions don't seem to go anywhere. Um calling them doesn't seem to do anything because they won't accept our calls like i mean i get through to the reception or the secretaries and god love them they're so nice but they're like okay we'll take your comments we'll pass them on and i'm like but come on i need a bit more than that like this is affecting hundreds of thousands of people we need a bit more urgency but it just and i donate to their political campaigns how much does it cost to buy some <laughs> irish politicians like, you, know, I mean, like, you know where this money came from don't you yeah, we. that'd be really nice. Yeah. That would because I just why are you accepting being... a foreigner? Like, but like, I don't think foreigners can create 
I mean, otherwise, like Russia could like write a check to the Donald Trump campaign. I don't think that that's really what they're looking for, right? Do you guys have like know. fundraising laws for your politics? I'm not sure. I really don't know. That's the kind of stuff you might have to do is like point shit out. Like maybe Guinness is the big thunder for everybody right now, and they don't want we to be through. I mean, that could. That's be a the thing. thing. Yeah, no, honestly, the alcohol industry and the pharmaceutical industries in this country are massive. So, of course, they don't want cannabis coming knocking on their door, taking, any way, uh, taking away any of their profits. But that's not a good enough excuse. I mean, yeah. this can help people. So, right. Murdering yeah, people just because you make money on it doesn't make it right. You know, no. it's like well, we're getting all these guys like shit faced and they get cancer and then they have to go like, get cancer treatment. So this is win win, guys. Come on. Yeah. Apparently for them, yeah. I mean, it's a disgrace. And then people who do get cancer, I mean, they're not even being given medical cards, so they're left to suffer or being lumped with extortionate bills. Like, the whole thing is just a mess here. Our government is incredibly corrupt. They don't have people's interests at heart. They, It really just seems like they want us to suffer, and we don't understand because surely they are elected to help us and listen to us and work for us. So why don't they? Don't, don't, don't get dis disheartened, though, because, you know, it's taken us, what, Almost a hundred years for the Morak just to make it to. Uh, oh yeah, because like we uh, we started this shit. It's probably our fault. I bet like if you so go back in time, I bet I bet it is like the nineteen sixty one <laughs> treaty or something. It's Harry J. Anslinger's fault still, you know. Uh, well, and so like back in the thirties when they prohibited it, then they started exporting it. I'm sure like you guys, it was innocuous. I mean, I don't think people were going to use it for recreation back then. They might have used it like. Oh, I stubbed my toe or I have a headache. You know, they still would have gotten drunk. So that's culturally yeah, acceptable. Sure. Yeah. I thought the funny thing was in relation to alcohol, the time of alcohol prohibition, when it came to Ireland to decide what to do, they kind of just went, no, we're all right. We'll leave alcohol legal. We actually quite like it over here. We just totally didn't take part in alcohol prohibition. We were just like, no, we love it. So oh, the yeah. fact that the cannabis is so like pushed aside as no, it's an evil drug. It's like, do you know what country you're even in? Like it's, right. I don't, you know, I you have an endocannabinoid system, right? I mean, and they'll oh, be like, you say that, I then. do? No. How? It's already in me? Oh, gosh. You know, oh, my God. I'm a drug fiend. Yeah. But, like, that's the thing. They, when you say that to them, they're kind of like, you must have something wrong with you because I've never heard yeah. of this, so you must be wrong. And it's like. Right. Oh, oh, exactly. No, you, you're, 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 you're like banging your head against a the wall. These people are coming at you because they're in power, and they're mm -hmm. the ones that say, no, you're wrong because. I don't give an F about this issue, even though this issue, it affects your fellow man. It affects yep. your, your constituent, your, your, your brother, your sister, your, your neighbor. I don't know what, what word to hit people to say. It hits the person that could be in your heart. Like it could hit you like prohibition. Yep. If you get a bad back and all of a sudden you weed your thing. Well, guess what, buddy? You fought very hard for your, against yourself. <laughs> you yep. know? Absolutely. Like it's, it's just really sad um, that they yeah, don't care. It's, it's, Pain is what life is. You're going to get older. You're going to get sore. Things are going to hurt. And then oh, yeah. you're telling me that there's a readily accessible, fairly damn safe, tasty treatment for pain out there. And it's illegal? What the fuck? You know? Because it gives you psychosis. That's literally the narrative all the time is it gives you psychosis. And, and what is it. psychosis? Psychosis is like, I am all stressed out right now. Okay. Maybe I'm a little stressed out more still, but I feel better about it. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I, I don't think it's. I'm going to keep trying to see if the crazy's in there. I haven't found it yet, but I'll I'll keep looking for that crazy. You know, <laughs> trying to that psychosis. It's the last. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. You know, Tell I see. Go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say, geez, Snoop Dogg and, and Tommy Chong, they're, they're chock full of the old psychosis. Oh, yeah. Know, it's, oh, super yeah. paranoid. Yeah. Right. And lazy. Yeah. All these lazy, well-to-do people, you know. Yeah, well, it's, it's a real that... crying shame. Yeah. It's, sorry, I was just going to say, it's a real crying shame that when I write to the government, I have to preface my emails with, please do not dismiss this as being from a drug addict or drug abuser. I am a person. Because right. that's literally the response we get back is it's not saying you're a drug consumer. It's saying you are immediately an addict or an abuser and you must need treatment. It's yeah. like, yeah. I don't yeah, understand we have, your We logic. have articles on that now. Uh, for some reason, marijuana treatment crashes. Like just the, the amount of people that are sent to marijuana rehab just takes a dive off a cliff after legalization, which essentially means why. that all these rehabs are part of like a court-ordered bullshit so it's yep. like, no, 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 I'll go to rehab, you know, and, and yep. weed is like so not addictive that you will forget to smoke it, which is yeah. annoying, but uh, <laughs> it's how it is. And so you're like, wow, I mean, it's not cigarettes. And then how, yeah. what's the legal smoking age? Is it, is it legal to smoke cigarettes in Ireland? And if so, how old do you have to be? 18. 18. Yep. And drink as well. It's always 18. That's the, the kind of age limit for everything pretty much, but yeah, it's fine to go smoke cigarettes and drink as much as you want. I could go down to an off-license right now, buy enough drink to kill myself, and that is okay. Yes. But, yeah. I don't get it. But even here, like, it's legal where Miggy is. It's legal where I am. We still have possession limits of an ounce. And so like this, this stuff that I have over here is fine because I grew it myself, so it doesn't count toward my ounce. But, um, you know, there's, there's still possession limits. And we'll just we'll make fun of that. You know, I can go buy all the vodka. Or like, you know, all the Irish whiskey and just not wake up tomorrow, you know, or if I do wake up, have caused myself some legitimate damage and I will feel terrible for hours, you know, or God forbid you have a holistic option, but then that's, that's non-toxic, but then I can take all the aspirin I want for my back and it'll kill my liver. It could probably kill me. Right. Yeah, so I just don't understand where the common sense is involved in trying to um, explain to the government the way this is working is wrong. It needs to change. But it's just the fact that they just will not engage with us at all. And like we've even gone so far as to like there's loads of people that have been on the radio that have done many news articles. And even there's been the formation there recently of the Irish Medicinal Cannabis Council. Um, that has like doctors, addiction specialists and patients on board. And I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do because, I mean, we need official bodies to speak up and say like to the government, this can no longer continue. Do you guys, Um, you guys need a a law, man. You need a bill. I want to see how Irish laws work. I have to assume that there are regulations and laws out there. Like Jameson Distillery probably has a license to make whiskey, right? I would assume. I assume so. I would assume. They can create the process and the procedure like here, like we have craft grow infusers, transporters. They're starting this new thing in Massachusetts and Boston. It's, it's mind blowing. It's called a delivery operator. It's essentially a, a delivery dispensary. Never been done anywhere else. All these different types of licenses. You're telling me that Ireland can't figure that out? Apparently no not. No. It's, it's, yeah. It seems to be too much of an ask, even though we are offering help to the government to say, we would like to assist you in implementing sensible policy. We are here 100% to make sure we implement a system that reduces harm, that uh, decreases teen use, and that benefits everyone. But again, 
no acknowledgement whatsoever. We're just, I don't know why they're doing this. It doesn't, again, I'll keep saying it. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand why they won't listen because we want to help. I thought that they want to help as well, but apparently not because they're constantly saying we want a health led, a health -led approach. But that's, I don't understand how it's health led when people are being criminalized still for cannabis um, saying that, oh, you know, we can refer you to treatment. It's like, not everyone needs treatment. People can consume cannabis and never have a problem or never need to seek treatment. Like, I keep pointing out to them in any emails or calls, I'm like, did you enjoy some coffee this morning? Well, you did. You're a you must be a caffeine addict, so by your logic. And they're like, uh, well, no, I wouldn't say that. And I'm like, well, then why are you applying it to me? Uh, I'm more of a chocoholic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So you're addicted to chocolate. You know, that's that's a different thing. And but that's fine. That's legal. Yeah. And yeah. and you know, I don't know how much it costs to go for uh, a year in Irish jail. I'm assuming that it's in the ballpark of America jail. So you're looking at like thirty to forty thousand. I guess you guys would call them euros, right? Are you still in the euro? We are still in the euro. Yeah. Thirty or forty thousand euros a year. That means that Ireland's got to like carry that guy to the tune of like 120, 160,000 bucks. That's out of pocket. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, do you have I any idea understand. what the tax revenue could have been on that? If, if that guy was like, where's your license? Oh, it's right here. Okay. Well, here's my taxes for that weed. Uh, but see, this is the very interesting thing. When I, when I say interesting, I mean, aggravating and infuriating yeah. when it comes to the guards in Ireland, right? When they're valuing cannabis that they seize, it is literally plucked from thin air, the numbers that they put in it. So any plant that they find, they always put a value of 800 euro on it. I think that's about $950. So it doesn't matter if it's just a seedling or a full flowered plant, it's 800 euro. And um, with flour, I think mm. when they confiscate it, they weigh it at like, or they estimate it, I think at like 20 euro per gram. And they don't exclude the weight of any packaging or stems or seeds. They're literally just throwing these figures at it. So when the headlines are published in the papers, like Gardy sees 120,000 euro worth of cannabis. And people are like, oh my God, they're doing such a great job with crime. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're not. Like these are made up figures. There's no value to this at all only the made up value that you place in it to make it look like you're actually dealing with crime. You're, you're not. And it just, it breaks my heart every time these figures are published. And the Guardian love bragging about it on their social media. Like they post up that, oh, our, our amazing sniffer dog caught a load of cannabis. Good boy, Rex. And you're like, oh, our dog. God love like, Rex. Our the dog was dog. able to get involved in spoiling the criminal enterprise. Don't bring the dog into it. Yeah. Well, you know, the poor dog doesn't know what he's doing. It's sad and ironic that they, they say they want to use a health approach to, to legalization when it's the prohibition itself is unhealthy for the citizens. The fact that you know, and this is what you're gonna this is what you're gonna go through and what you're gonna need here in America. We went through the, the layers of empathy, right? Like first it was AIDS, and we show you that it works mm -hmm. with, with sick men that are dying that, that had no reason to, to be in a position there, but here's this thing that helps them. Right. And then later on, we went through another wave of kids where all these kids of epilepsy and, and, and different Tourette's, Tourette's syndrome, just different disgusting things that it helps them. And the same mm. with the older people. You, you, you need lots of testimony. You're going to need all this showing you the people, uh, the, the Ireland citizens are better off with it legal than illegal because it's a healthier option as a medicine, yeah. as this, the citizen, you know, the, the money going towards police is ridiculous and jails for something that doesn't 
Has oh, it yeah. killed anybody? No, uh, Lauren actually pulled the numbers on the Irish prison service. It said the average cost of an inmate in Ireland is 97, almost 98,000 euros a year, according to the Irish. And that was 2008. And so that's about $120,000 a year. So like that guy, four years. Yep. Ireland's got to pay a half a million bucks. I mean, I'm not sure if you guys call them bucks. You call them like bucks or just you always bucks. call them euros. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say like, no, I would say, I would usually say bucks or just money. But yeah, no, I get your point. It's completely ludicrous. Even as like the, I think it was the judge or his defense attorney or whatever even said, he is a productive member of society. He was he was causing no hassle to anyone. He wasn't doing anything to hurt anyone. So literally you're just ruining someone's life over some outdated law. And yep. Somebody reports know. that there was a bust of six houses in County Kerry. Found just four euro of weed last week. Four thousand. Uh oh yes, four thousand euros yeah, worth of weed. Probably which... wasn't even four thousand. It was probably just like maybe a couple of plants and some, and maybe an ounce or something. That's what I'm saying is, just these figures that they put on it. It's like, yeah. it 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 makes it seem as though they are having a significant impact on some sort of criminal network and depriving them of income, but they're not. They're just criminalizing decent people like there was a pensioner I, I can't remember if I mentioned this already but a pensioner last year 70 years old caught with cannabis in his house and the Gardaí were just like sorry we have to uphold the law the man was like look I use this for creative purposes I'm a musician I'm not doing any any harm to anyone he was brought before a court and given a two-year suspended sentence only on the condition that the Gardaí are allowed to search his house whenever they want for a two-year period wow. like that's that's harassing old people. Yeah. You can, you can't do that. Yeah. How do they think that this is protecting anyone? It's not. Oh my god! That's oh. Let me it, my cheeks are so yeah. red. I'm so angry. Oh no no! You need a bill. You need a bill, and then you need some people. In, uh, and and I'm, I'm assuming they call them bills. You need a law, like a statute, uh, an mm -hmm. HR. A, it's a representative democracy. You mentioned. And so yeah. do you guys have like a local representative and a local senator or how do you run your uh, legislature? So, oh God, that's a complicated question and I'm not too politically versed. So if I say anything wrong, please forgive me. But we have local TDs, which are local representatives who would then bring the issue further. Um, if they have a seat in the doll, they could bring it to the doll. Um, but there's mainly like three parties at the moment who are forming our main government, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and the Greens. I hate them all. Um, <laughs> they like the Greens had a, a policy initially for um, yeah, a sensible drug policy and they wanted to introduce it. Uh, got to do a cannabis basically saying that people can grow at home. There should be a legal system implemented. And as soon as the Greens came into government, they put that before the doll and Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael just went, no, we are not discussing this. And that was Fianna the Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. These what? are the cute little names of Irish government. Fianna Fáil uh, and Fianna Gael. Is that like is that like the Republicans and the Democrats, or are those political parties or those people? They're, they're parties. They're parties. So oh, okay. Fianna Fáil is a party. Fianna Gael is a party, and the Green Party is another one. And we also have Social Democrats, Labour, people before profit. There's a load of them, and I'm really not too versed on on politics here. It's something I'm only recently becoming interested in and a bit versed in because of the whole cannabis law thing, but. I just feel like the Green Party totally abandoned us. Like when it was, since that got shout, shut down, I've not heard a peep from them since. And I've written to them and I'm like, you've abandoned us. You promised that you would help implement this. And there's been no more about it. So what are you going to do now? And no response. Very misleading with that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, 
I'd throw yeah. some memes out there. Fuck the Green Party. They ain't that green. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. This is what you need to do. You need you gotta to troll them. You got to troll them. Yeah. Throw it out there. I'm trying to be so respectful, but because some days I'm really close to losing my patience and calling them all out on their bullshit. But but I'm really trying to maintain a professional approach. But some days, I mean, my cheeks are so red. You can see how angry I get about this. Some days they just, I'm going to flip and I'm just going to. If I was you, I'd smoke some indica. But yes. I'm not sure if you can. Like that's the problem. It's I don't like, have man, a you don't want to chill out. Maybe some CBD flower. You know, make you relax a little bit. But um, I could man. get arrested. Who knows? Because the guards won't know the difference. They could just be like, "That's real weed. Let's just take you in." And it's like, oh, is it yeah. Really I really love time? not being a criminal. I mean, it's not gonna lie. Like I, I, I like growing weed too. And so like, it's nice to live here now. In the sense that, like, oh, I should go to Florida. Nicer winters. Can I grow my own weed? Not legally. Ah. Don't bother. Well, again, it it's, gets it's cold a real and dark. shame. Cold and dark. But I know you want to be civil, Nicole, but you can't. There's no time for being civil. I mean, these guys who want to be civil, just like our Republican Party here, who want to be the grown-ups, now all of a sudden are fighting the goddamn contestant election they can't admit. It's like there's no time. When people sit in jail, when, when kids are dying, when when you can mess with my personal life, yep. no, we're done. When you tell me what to put in my body. When it's safer and it can actually, I'm trying to avoid cancer, not get it. I mean, like there's some bad habits that I have. Sure. But you know, this isn't one of them. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it just really makes me sad because I can, I can do this all day, every day until, you know, I don't have any more time to do this. But the one thing I keep saying to people is please get involved. Like I can't do this all on my own. Other people can't do this all on their own. Everyone needs to step up. It's like the time for just sitting back and enjoying weed and saying nothing about it is over. It's 2020. It's going to be 2021 soon. Everyone needs to be calling these guys, emailing them, tagging them on social media, bombarding them, being a pain in the ass to them until they get up off their butts and do the work that needs to be done. Because they're they're saying to us that while cannabis is illegal here, that they're content allowing an illicit market to control the industry. They're saying that we don't mind if you're exposed to the risks that are associated with contaminated cannabis. We don't care. We don't mind with letting letting millions of euro fl- fl- like fly through our hands and instead of it being put into our communities and our society. They're just saying that we don't care. So you can just deal with it. But that's not good enough anymore. It's not good enough. There's patients suffering in our country that need this medicine. There is no excuse why short term we can't import it. There is no excuse. If they can get couriers, like, yeah, exactly. If they can get couriers to import it, this shouldn't stop. Like expecting patients, ill people to travel outside the country and possibly contract COVID to get medicine is the most nonsensical thing I have ever come across in my life. So... Especially considering that medicine can be grown in those greenhouses, which are currently growing plants right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, I know for a lot of kids, like the medicine has to be extremely specific. It has to be dosed properly. It has to be a tested product. And that's fair enough. But for the people who need to grow it at home, they should be allowed to do so. Like Alicia Maher, she is another activist and fair play to her. She's amazing. But she had to leave Ireland and move to Spain in order to just grow her prescription on her balcony so she bought some seeds cannabis seeds they were seven euro each otherwise her prescription i think would be 1200 euro in ireland for every couple of months but why is it okay for her to grow plants on her balcony in spain and not be able to do it in ireland there's no logic 
that anyone can explain to me from government. But then as you guys are both in the EU. How does that? How is that a thing then? I don't know. We just did. We just made up our own little laws, apparently, because under <laughs> EU law, it's saying that anything under, I think it's 0.3% now THC is totally fine. But according to the Misuse of Drugs Act in Ireland, nothing. We can't have any allowable amount of THC. So it's like, why are we in conflict with EU law? We're a member of the EU, so we should yeah. follow this law. But again, nobody will answer us. There's no word given whatsoever from government. They will not engage with us. And it's not good enough anymore. It's not no. good enough. Such a stubborn hard ass. You know. Yep. One way that you can do great things with politicians in America. You just need one of these. <laughs> Checkbook. And then I'm not sure how it is in Ireland. It may be oh, similar. Oh, that's the way it is in Ireland. That is oh. the way. It is. If I had a checkbook, I would be throwing it out. But you know, I have to pay rent, and I have to, <laughs> I have to pay right. all the things. Like if I have no, no, money, just, just go to the doll and live there. Uh, because if you're if you're paying rent to all those politicians, you're like, yo, me sleeping in his <laughs> office tomorrow. Yeah. I wish, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have any tips on what we can do over here, I am all ears because there's only so much I can do on my own. I need everyone's help. There's so many great organizations in Ireland and so many different groups. We all want to come together and make this happen. But it's just we have the ideas and the the passion to see this through. But it's, it's again, trying to get past that wall of the government that won't listen. Yeah. It's like we yeah. need to break that. How do we break well, that? Well, well, we'll grab Michigan's laws because I'd rather you have those than uh, Illinois with the you'll avoid risk that way. And then we just we change the word Michigan to Ireland. And then we change any pounds to metric, uh, and, and then uh, and then we introduce that at a at a press conference, and then you get your checkbook out and you start making checks to the who wants to sponsor this bill? Give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, no, they'll, want, they'll want a lot more than a hundred bucks. On a grassroots yeah. level, though, I'd recommend that when you guys do have a message, you sync up and just always propagate that message at the same time because you know we're more powerful in numbers for sure i totally agree nicole thank you so much for joining us where can we go to find and follow what you guys got going on at court cannabis activist network um so i'm on instagram at cork can and also recently came to twitter at cork underscore can there's so many other groups. It's not just me doing this work. I've recently joined up with ECAN, which is the European Cannabis Advocacy Network. They're amazing, and we're going to be seeing great things from them. But, yeah, just keep an eye out on all social media platforms. There are so many people involved in this that want to push this through. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on again, and thanks for tuning in, everyone. Make sure you like, subscribe, keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks, Nicole. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye.